0: Welcome in, it's me, your host, Danny Cobbin. Join me while we take a look at life through the lens of divine chaos. We are back for another week and I appreciate you guys joining us for yet another podcast where we talk about life. And today I recognized I was a Karen um, no, not a, am not a woman, um, but what I am is I'm always inputting my thoughts and opinions um, about what I think other people should or should not do. Now, I always preface it with you don't have to listen to me. You don't have to do what I'm saying. You don't have to uh, pay attention to any of that stuff. But I like to tell people, yo, you know, this is what I've learned about life. And what I've noticed is when people really care about a subject or a topic, they can jive, They can just jump in and dive in deep. Like they can just tell you all about it. Like my partner's into rocks and we're going rock hounding this weekend. And I'm super excited from the standpoint of I've never been rock hounding and I didn't know that that was a thing. But when she got into it, she really poured on the gas and started learning and exploring and tumbling rocks and doing these really cool or stopping along the highway and going to a little carve in and looking for specific types of rocks. It was a neat adventure, not something that I would have ever done alone. But how often is it that when we stop and slow down, that new adventure with a friend or a significant other, or that work trip, or whatever that is that gets us out of our daily routine somehow shows us that it's okay to make that leap or that jump to doing something, trying something new. And the hard part is, is recognizing that oftentimes we don't say yes to that. We actually say no oftentimes because we like that same habitual thing that we've been doing over and over. And that had been me all week. I would love to say like, yo, this is growth. And I know it oftentimes doesn't feel like we're growing when we see the same situation over and over and over again. But if you think about it, if you think about a spiral or a staircase or, you know, one of those John Wick movies where they're all shooting up or down the staircase, if you think about one of those movies, going up and down the staircase, it looks like you're in the exact same spot each and every time. But you are making progress. You're just seeing this world in a different way, but in the same way. And we, as humans, get caught up. I get caught up at least. And I'm I'm assuming that if you're listening to this, you're somebody gets caught up as well. And we get caught up in thinking that we have to fix a situation. We have to fix whatever it is. So we get outside of Crunch School and we're walking to the car. And Ari is a little like upset with me because as soon as we left Crunch, I was like, hey, and this was like super calm. This wasn't, yo, I'm trying to be calm. This was just like calm danning. Like, was like, hey, like, if you guys want to come back here, we have to listen to what they're saying. And because we haven't been listening to what our teachers have been saying, when we get home, we're not going to play on the four-wheeler and we're not going to watch any shows today. She did not like that. So, you know, somebody at Crunch talked to her for a couple seconds and I carried her outside. And then she walked back to the door. And I was like, because at current school, they got to watch TV, they watched tablets, they were running around. So actually, they had gotten all that in for the day, if you think about it. So, like in, in my mind, I wasn't thinking this at the time, but in my mind now, I was looking at it like, yo, you know, like we're good. And she runs back to the door. And now I'm upset as a parent, though. Like, this is like for real, for real. It's like, yo, like you cannot run away from me. Like, in a parking lot, nevertheless. Like, Yes, it's on me to, like, have my eyes focused on you at all time. And recognizing that just because I think as a human being, you understand freedom and what that means, that does not mean you understand that or have the same fears and worries because you're willing to run out in the middle of the street. She didn't, so it's like not a big deal. But I'm like, Aria, yo, you cannot do that. Like, that is not okay. And now... We have to figure out discipline in our house. We have to figure out what are the rules, what aren't the rules, how are we going to achieve this? How are we going to get these children not only to listen to us, but other individuals and not break their spirit to want to buck the system and ask those questions? Because I think it's important to ask those questions and to do what you want to do. That is the type of child that I am raising. So in a way, it's like, you're getting mad. I'm getting mad at my own self for doing whatever it is that I feel is best in the moment. And that never serves me as a parent. The only thing that seems to work is when I'm doing what's here now. We got home and, you know, talking to mom, you know, you know, we got to do something. We got to get this right because we can't just let these kids be running wild. Like, this is not what we stand for. And the answer is not punishing them with the spankings and stuff like that. So, oddly enough, the day before we went to crunch school, I sat them down and said, Daddy, sorry for... (sighs) Daddy is sorry for yelling at you. No one should yell at you. That is not okay. And my daughter's like, yeah, it's not okay. Uh, uh-uh, it's not okay. And then she's like, and and hitting us. Yeah, and hitting you too. I'm like, nobody hit you. Daddy should not do that, and no one else should do that. No one should put their hands on you. Because in my mind, if I put my hands on you, you think it's okay for your husband to put his hands on you. or And that's that's hit neither here nor there from the standpoint of in the future, that might be a situation, but that's not something for me to worry about right now. And what I'm thinking about when I'm doing this is we should have handled this two years ago. But we thought it, that was something that was going to blow over. Like, oh, that's just a phase. But now we're seeing how that materializes into the real world. But now helping him to see that there is a little bit of him in each and every one of us, just like there is me in each and every one of us. And when I look at him, I see a piece of me. And I don't mean just because it's my DNA. I mean because I've started to see that we are all actually one. Like we all are the same as the wind that's blowing by, right? We're the same as the tree that is growing, the flower that is blooming, the, su- the sun going up. and Look, like, all of this is, in a way, a part of us, and we will return to it. And when I see him as that, it really helps me to bridge that gap. And now it's coming to me to see, oh... I'm wanting him to see that beauty in others as he sees in himself. Yes, I am teaching him to love himself, to be himself. I am teaching her to to go out in the world and be unique and do whatever comes to mind to do. But at the same time, having that tethered, having that grounded and rooted in that understanding of who they truly are. Now, I started this out by saying I'm some sort of Karen. And I truly believe that because I'm going to keep sharing what I see. I'm going to keep talking about it. And we'll keep bringing guests on and I'm going to ask them how they see their lives and what they see. Because what's important in life is to come alive to life. Period. In everything that you're doing. Whether that's taking care of your kids, you're at work, you're taking a dump, uh, you're at the movies, like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You have the opportunity and the ability to step into your life. It's time to enjoy this thing. Let's go. Thanks for listening to me go through it and listen to other people who are going through it so that we eat as human beings can know that it's natural and and that's what we do is go through it go be you today